0: I think the the final actualization, the final reality of this, it's a spiritual problem. That's hap- Sorry, it's not a spiritual problem. It's a physical problem. Yeah. It's your body. Your spirit's fine. Was when I finally just let it happen, and I was the same person. I was fine. Nothing happened. I was totally fine. You know, and, and and suddenly I was like, okay, I can walk in this. Yeah. And that was one of the greatest breaks out of this this season.
1: Hey everybody, this is Arthur and Liesel. We're coming to you from Rapid14Base. We're sitting here with Tom Whitney. We're talking about anxiety um, and Arthur and Tom's journey out of it. Um, this is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you listen to it. Otherwise, it won't make a lot of sense. But we ended off by um, saying for Tom that they were Arthur asked what was the turning point, And Tom talked about there were actually many moments that were monumental or that were turning points um, so yeah Tom you can just take it from there
0: yeah so so just to just looking back you know I I started in year six of, of ministry having these panic attacks and this anxiety and once they started they just kept kept going yeah um, and it went on for a couple of years uh, maybe maybe a year year and a half before you know I, I started talking with you Arthur um, but you know the first turning point uh, for me, was was being uh, at a, at the the staff retreat in Mozambique and hearing you say this is something that I have struggled with, that I have walked through, and that I have seen victory in. And for yeah. me, that was that was incredibly important because it is so isolating.
2: Yes, it is,
0: and so lonely um, being stuck in this heavy thing that you feel like you can't control.
2: Yeah,
0: and so I had started to to buy into these lies you're not good enough. This is your lot in life. This is who you are now. No one else knows. No one else understands. So don't even worry about it. And if if you tell them, they're going to reject you. If you, you know, if you were to tell the leaders in Overland missions that this has crept up on you, they will look at you and say, you weakling, you lemon. How dare you (laughs) not have the word? How dare you not have the new creation in you? Get out of here. You're done. And I don't want to be pulled from Angola. I was doing too much goodness. I loved it. I love what God is doing. I was I was sold out for what he was doing and so I felt so alone. Yeah. Um, and then hearing you just say, yeah, this is the reality, this happened to me. Yeah, This is the battle that I have walked in, I have walked through, and there is victory and it just corrected for me just that, that, that little lie that said, you know, for me I had to admit to myself this isn't who I am anymore, Yeah, this isn't, this isn't my lot. And it was correcting the lie of they won't understand, they'll reject me. And so just hearing that, and I I realized, okay, I I need help. Yeah, I need someone that can talk to me. And you know, and there are a lot of amazing people in my life. um, But knowing that you had been through it made me willing to open up and say, okay, yes, here it is. This is what's happening to me. Can you help me? Yeah. And so that was the beginning. The beginning of it. And so, um, you know, the the next big thing was a season of. Building up internal godly pressure against the pressures of the outside
2: Amen. world. Yeah. It
0: was it was learning and battling to to praise, to give thanksgiving in the midst of it. Yeah, um, and it, and it was a battle to rewrite the definition of victory. Yes, uh, because that that was a thing that really held me back for a long time. Is mm. is this feeling? Um, and, and I'll even say belief, a wrong belief that I was holding that said victory is when I don't have the symptoms. Yeah. And when you feel that way, then you feel like, you know, if, if God is the one freeing you, because I believe that new creation, God's yeah. freeing me. But yeah. victory is when the symptoms aren't there. When the symptoms show up, yeah. you believe that God is not at work in your life. Yeah. Um, which obviously we all know that's not true, but that, that's the thought. That's the, the, that spiral of thoughts that's in your head. And so then you feel alone. God's not with me on a day when you have symptoms and then you don't, and you think, Oh, God, God did it for me today. And, and, and I had to rewrite victory, um, to say, okay, before this thing goes away, am I victorious? Yeah. And, and the word says, I am, and that's really hard to believe. Yes. You know, I, I explained in, in the first part, you know, the levels to which this was influencing my life. This wasn't a little side note. I mean, I was hindered, yeah. you know, I could not do the things that I wanted to do in front of me. I was battling to keep up, but I, I had so many things that were just not running at full capacity. Yeah. And yet I had to tell myself, Hey, even in this state, you're victorious Yes. because the Lord has won. He yeah. has, he died for you. He rose to that. He made you new. He filled you with the spirit and he has released you to this ministry.
2: Yeah. You have to believe in that. Yeah, I think I think one thing that I just wanted to maybe say here is that you know we are so conditioned in this world that we measure our success by our by our external behaviors. But the Lord says in one Samuel sixteen seven that God is not like man that looks at the outward behavior, God looks at the heart. So victory for the Lord is is when we posture ourselves with our true identity, when we believe His testimony about us, not the things that come against us. And I think uh, one of the big things for me in the victory was recognizing the the very thoughts that I was having that was making me feel like an unworthy Christian. They weren't coming from my heart those were actually planted thoughts by the enemy accusing yeah. me of not being in control not having my stuff together and therefore i cannot there must be something wrong with me yeah. you know but but that is not how the lord sees us and yeah. and i think part of my journey was learning to see myself through his eyes and not through the ac- accusing thoughts that would enter my mind yeah
0: yeah and so you know as i continued through that season uh, battling for that Um, I I think I got to a place where I was saying it enough. So I'm not just saying it makes you believe it. Yeah. And so I got to the place where I was saying it before I believed it. Um, however, I wasn't actually seeing it in my flesh. Yeah. My body was still doing it. I was still Mm. having panic attacks every day, every third day. And it was a lot. It was bad. And I was exhausted all the time. And, and, you know, and so it's it's like, great. Okay. I've got this place. I am in victory. I believe (laughs) it. I've said it so many times to myself. My wife speaks it over me. You know, we we pray this. Okay, I I believe that, and nothing in my flesh, in my body, is changing. Yeah. Um, and that's difficult. That's a bad place to be because it's just is a a, a a a constant battle of faith, of speaking it. And I and I realize, okay, something has to move forward. Yeah. I know. I I, I don't believe that healing or victory, is is never seeing it in the flesh, but seeing it in the spirit. Yeah. There has to be a place where it breaks across from the, from the spirit inside of you yes. into the flesh and has its yeah. way in your life. There has to be a time for that. And I wasn't seeing it. And I, and I said, okay, what do I have to do? Um, and, and I had to humble myself a bit yeah. and, and, um, you know, I talked to my wife, uh, country director as well. I said, Hey, I think I need to focus. On that. I think I need to some bigger help yeah. because I, I believe the word I've fought that battle I need something else. Some tools. Some tools. Some to tools. To some weapons to fight with. Exactly, and um, and so I actually um, I went back when I went to the states the next time that I was skeptical of states I was able to get on the waiting list of uh, a Christian therapist. Yeah. Um. And I and I I will say uh, it is someone who I knew through relationship and referral. Yeah. Uh, who who you know is uh, part of my church body. Yeah. Who was recommended by a close friend. You know, I know that this isn't someone who puts Jesus' name, you know, on the door to make people come in. This is someone who believes in the word of God. Yeah. Um, and so I got on that waiting list and I talked to another um uh, a friend of mine who's a doctor, believer, you know, yeah. and, and he said, Well, there there is medication that can help. It helps control your your body. And I was just yeah. like, uh, I have fought so hard to go on medication for this i have believed so long to just take a pill and oh that's that's what's going to do it because in my mind i i i knew two things one i knew it could help Mm. and two i knew that that wasn't the full healing that i wanted yeah you know and so i had to humble myself and decide like okay am i going to be prideful and say no this is going to do it or or do i see what happens
2: yeah and um and I, I was think able it, to get, it's good yeah. to also realize that that the the Lord when we pray to the Lord to help us in this situation mm-hmm. he puts things around us tools that can help us mm-hmm. but we think like oh no this couldn't be it because why doesn't he just help me win why do I need to go and get extra help for that yeah. you know and that that's part of the deception you know when we define how the Lord has to show up in my life yeah. for it to be him
0: yeah, and you know, and I was I was desperate, right? You know, I think you yeah. talk a lot about be desperate for the Lord, desperate for the Lord. Like I had to wrestle with was I desperate enough for the Lord to lay down the image of what I thought being desperate for the Lord looked like. Yeah. You know, was I desperate enough to put aside this desirous walk with the Lord, yeah, to humble myself and be desperate for what whatever you put in front of me, God, that's yeah. going to get me where you want me. That's yeah. what I'll do. Amen. And that was very difficult. Um, but when I did it, um, I, 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 I got medicine and, and I learned quickly that, uh, it was beneficial yeah. uh, because the medicine that I had, um, it, it just calmed my body. Yes. You know? And so I, I realized all of a sudden this battle that I had been fighting, 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 all of a sudden it was, it was actually so easy to be praying. I would feel that anxiety coming. You know, and I take the medication, and my I wouldn't they wouldn't let my body get to that point of convulsions
2: of yes, and
0: it was so easy after all that fighting yeah, suddenly this tool kept my body just in line just a little bit enough yeah. for me to completely be free to to be you know prophesying over my body praying you know thanking the Lord and um it just controlled enough for me to to express out all the things that God was doing in me
2: so so where where the attack would deplete all your energy to the point where you do not have strength to fight mm. the medication would help control your body side of it because it affects your body how we think is how we behave yeah. so it controls how our body is affected leaving us with a kind of a buffer some energy something mm. that we can actually fight with because even though we know the fight is not a physical fight our our physical body is affected because there's a connection. Mm. And so by by protecting us um, from our energy being depleted by the medication, we now actually get into a position where we are now, okay, now I can do what I want to do. I actually feel I have capacity to start giving thanks to the Lord, start praising Him, start worshiping Him.
1: I think um, as I'm listening to you, Tom, I almost called you Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, what I'm hearing is that the medication actually created space, mm-hmm. almost yeah. like brain space, yeah. so that you're not so consumed by what's happening to your body. Um, I What I like about what you're saying is that... Um, I don't know if you said it today or yesterday so like maybe I'm giving the game away but <laughs> the medication wasn't the cure. Yeah. Um it it was just a tool for a mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Um that helped you actually gain the victory that you're still walking out,
0: right? Yeah, and you know the, the the medication that I was using it it would get it would it would just, just literally control my body enough that this would happen. I would have the panic attack, but it wasn't as volatile. It wasn't yeah. as strong that I could, I could pray through it, do the same thing I had been doing, get through it. And now I wasn't depleted for the day. And also, yeah. I had this, I had energy back to then pursue what God had for me exactly. in front of me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, and, and just continue with that. Um, and I will say, I, I didn't want to use that forever. I didn't want to say, okay, well, this, is it. okay this is my new law. Like I didn't want to believe yeah. that either. I that, want to say I, this, this is a tool. It's getting me where I want to go. I have that space. It's a great word for it. I have space to confront this.
2: Yeah. And I think a, an important thing there to note is that your your confidence was not on the medication to win the battle. Hmm. That was a tool. Yeah. Your confidence was in the Lord. Yeah. But you needed strength to be able to do those things that the Lord was calling you out to do. Like yeah. like 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 proclaiming his thoughts thanking Him, mm-hmm. worshiping Him, praising Him in the midst of that. It was just like, okay, I'm just taking this so that my my body can take a back seat so that I can do the very things that is in my heart to do yeah. that the Lord has given me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, with that, I, I continue to move forward. And soon, a couple of months went by, and the, the therapist that I was hoping to meet with had a spot. And so I started uh, meeting And, uh, I learned a lot. The coolest thing coming from, from that was, you know, she had said a lot of people come in and it's all about, okay, we got to get the word in you. We have to figure out, we got to get your spiritual thing. Do you have a spiritual mentor? Do you, are you going to church? Are you reading the Bible? And within it was was one or two sessions, she said, you have everything in line with the spirit. It's all there. You have the networks like I have never seen. And that's overlaid. I mean, we have a network like she's never seen. Uh, she's like, we just got to get your body under control. We got to get rid of some of those things that are uh, just churning away within, within you and causing this spiraling effect into your body. We just got to get yeah. rid of those. And she said, like, we need some tools for you to get through it.
2: I think, I, think, I just want to highlight what you just said. It wasn't a spiritual problem. Mm. It wasn't your spiritual walk. Mm. In fact, if anything, it was your spiritual strength that was being attacked through your body. Yeah. your body and your mind creating emotions that would that, that would really create this external pressure yeah. um but but the root of the problem was not a spiritual problem yeah. spiritually you were doing great but there was an attack against your body through your mind yeah
0: and you know and so uh, i started getting some some other tools non-medicative tools you know even things like you know identifying thought uh, habits yeah which we talk about quite a bit in in overland but you know, having this list of here are these these uh, thought spirals, thoughts that backfeed on themselves and just trigger and trigger and trigger and trigger and trigger and go through these and learn to identify them. And learning what are the ones that that, that you identify, what are the ones that come at you that that just you know trigger themselves over and over again? What are mm. they? Identify them so you can say, Oh, I know that thought. Yeah. But then other things with your body, like breathing techniques, simple things that give your body space so you feel that coming. You use the breathing to control the body yeah. so that your mind has that space to see the thought. What is it? What what is the thing that's turning around on me? Yeah. And find oh, that's it. Okay, what is the error in that thought? Well, the thought is I am jumping to the worst case scenario. Yeah. You know, the, the thought is I am believing the lie, the thought, whatever it may be, you make that space with these different, you know, tools, all tools, so you can put it aside.
2: Yeah. I think I want to just highlight um, when you said those thoughts that would trigger and trigger and trigger. Mm-hmm. You know, another another way of describing those thoughts are actually strongholds of the mind. It is, it is likened to an antlion that makes this funnel um, for the ants to trap them. And as soon as the ant f- falls or slides into this funnel, the antlion is at the very bottom of it and wants to catch the ant. And then the ant would work and try and climb out Climb out, and when it's almost at the top, the ant line would just throw a couple of grains of sand in front of the ant that would make it lose its traction mm. and slide back down to the same place. So it is like you want to believe what the Lord is saying about you, but you're reminded of all the experiences that you've had that seem to be contrary to the truth that you are practicing, and and, and it's like you just can't get out of that. But how how amazing God is. In, in, in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, where he says that he has given us powerful weapons for the pulling down of strongholds, and the Bible talks about them as vain imaginations and mm. arguments, things that are contrary to the truth of God's word and how we need to lead them to obedience in Christ. So these are very real battles, but but as you'll hear, the battlefield is the mind, and the weapons of the enemy is lies and deception. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, we talked about the, the turning points. I think there was the, the admitting to myself and to others that it wasn't me, but I needed help. Yeah. There was the, the mark of, okay, I fight the spiritual battle, but I need tools. I, yeah. need, I need help, a higher level of help, be it medication, these, these, these habits that I was forming. Um, you know, and then the, the next you know, stake in the ground moment um, was when I realized of all the things that could possibly be causing anxiety, it was fear of the anxiety Amen. that was destroying me, um, because I was, uh, to be honest, I was terrified. I was living in fear every day. I woke up yeah. every single day, am I going to get through the whole day? Do I get a whole day today? Lord, give me a whole day. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of prayer is that? That, that to actually to, to feel like you have to trust the Lord to give you, you know, sixteen full hours where you can interact with people and do what He wants for you. Um, because I just had this ongoing fear of oh is is, is that going to trigger it is
2: that going to trigger okay is that going to trigger
0: you know and and the fear of the panic attack was causing the panic attacks
2: yeah because you live in a tension like Mm -hmm. i don't want i'm scared that might trigger it that might trigger it that might trigger it so Mm -hmm. we try and control our environment and the people in our lives Mm -hmm. to avoid scenarios that could trigger it yeah
0: and so you know i had to, had to face that fear, and, and the, the way to, to do that, I remember I was uh, being counseled by this therapist, you know, who, who really, her view is a godly view, and she was saying, yeah, yeah with, with these tools and this medication, we're giving you freedom. That's the goal, with every tool, is to give you a bit more freedom. Yeah. She's like, but, but tools are, are unfortunately like a fence.
2: Yeah, You can
0: be, with, with good tools, you have a big fence, but we want you to run free in the world. Yeah. not just inside the limits of your tools. Yeah. And so as you get more and more tools, you're trying to expand that fence until you get rid of them. And the thing was, Amen. my fence could not go away with this fear. Yeah. And, um, and she busy told me, she said, okay, next time there's a panic attack, I want you to let it happen. Full on, just let it happen. And I was like, I've spent two and a half years fighting this. I spent two and a half years wrestling with this. She's, What's the worst that could happen? If, if you trust me, I'm going to force you to do it. Just let it happen. Yeah. And have no fear of it. And, I, and it, uh, I couldn't, I was like, this is really weird because that's the opposite. Because once again, that little thread of, but victory is not having them into victory is not caring if they come or not. And so I, I, I did, that. you know, one came and I, and it came and, and I just told him, I was like, I'm not going to be scared. Come. And in fact, there's part of me was like, I want to be the good student. You know, I want one to come and it, it kind of, and it came across over me and it didn't have the same depth. It didn't seem to spiral on itself because I was fighting against it so hard that that fear is going to get worse, was making it worse. And that fear get worse, I want to make it better. And then it just didn't have the same teeth.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, you know, when you, when you say that, um, there's this book of Viktor Frankl, um, something about the, the finding your meaning in life. And, and he tells the story about this one man who had an extremely bad stutter, a speech impediment. And he, they ask him, was there any was there ever a time in your life when you couldn't stutter and where you didn't stutter and he said, there was this one time I was a little boy I had gone to somewhere and I didn't have any money to come back and so I wanted to to use my speech impediment to get compassion with the people so that they will let me on the cart and so he went and he tried to stutter and he couldn't stutter (laughs) because the very thing that he was always afraid of when he embraced it and tried Mm. to stutter he couldn't do it yeah and so isn't that amazing how how the very thing that we fear is fear itself yeah
0: and and once once i got through that um the lord just showed me okay the body does what the body does like it makes no difference and there was such a breakthrough and I think the the final actualization, the final reality of this, it's a spiritual problem that's happening. Sorry, it's not a spiritual problem; it's a physical problem. Yeah. It's your body. Your spirit's fine. <laughs> was when I finally just let it happen, and I was the same person. I was fine. Nothing happened. I was totally <laughs> fine, you know. And, and and suddenly I was like, okay, I can walk in this. Yeah. And that was one of the greatest breaks out of this this season.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. The enemy is like a roaring lion. He has no teeth. He's been his teeth has been pulled. He has no power. Jesus broke the power of the enemy, yeah. but his his deception is in the roar. He wants you to make because without your partnership, he has no empowerment, and so he will get us to fear what could come. But when it comes, like is that it? <laughs> is that all? Yeah.
1: So I'm interested to know how long has it been since you've had it panic attack
0: Yeah, honestly. I don't know. I feel I should have marked the day, but I got to a point where, I mean, if if I knew, I always knew like to the hour, how long I had between panic attacks. Uh, and once the fear was broken, I stopped tracking them. I didn't choose to. That's why I I actually had asked my wife about the other day. How long has it been? I don't know. Because once I stopped caring, um, they became less frequent. Um, and I stopped being aware of like, Mm -hmm. it's been three weeks. I'm due. You know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been 12 hours. I'm due for one. Like, okay, Becca, you're be ready for this evening. Cause I mean, it's about time it's going to happen. Just wait, you know, and so I don't, so, I don't know, but I will say it's been a year, a year or two. Wow. Um, I and, actually,
1: there's a testimony in the fact that you don't remember, <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. so good. So I, love like we've heard your story of how bad it was we've heard like these marked points where you gain victory um and i think in the next podcast we should talk about um what the battle looks like today you know like you have won the battle of gaining the ground um but what does it look you know what has the last two years look like and even for arthur you know what does it look like He's also gained victory, but what what does life look like now? So we'll talk about that in the next podcast.